What was leadership like for you before you started practicing somatic awareness as a leadership skill? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. And it's it's always an ugly look back, right? Like you think about mistakes that you made and things you would have done differently if you had been thinking just a little bit differently. I think for me personally, I, I get very, as you know, very wound up in my work and it's a very important part of my life. And um, I think I have, I used to really struggle with working with individuals who maybe weren't of that same mindset, that work always had to come before everything else. And that um, that when you have something personal going on, it just needs to stay at home and all of that. And so, you know, I think especially the past couple of years with the pandemic and just more heightened awareness of, of how our daily lives impact everything around us and impact each other, impact our teams and so forth. Leaders just have to think about how it affects them personally and it affects their teammates and really just lead with that empathy and lead with that emotional understanding instead of waiting for something to happen and then reacting. We have to be proactive, you know, talk with our talk with our teammates. You don't have to be everybody's best friend, but you absolutely should take care of people's emotional health at work. It's, it's not just the right thing to do. It's the best way to be a good leader that people want to work with. Yeah. And how has somatic awareness helped you do that? It's really, it's really been a shift for me. Like I, you know, I, I always outside of work feel like I'm a very empathetic person and try to be there for all my friends and all of those things. And then for me, cutting that, cutting that line at work and having to be professional boss lady and all of those things, you can do both. You can do both at the same time on different levels. You can't, you can't always, um, acquiesce everything, but you could absolutely make shifts and workarounds and in ways for people to feel included and to be included. You can, you can move tasks around, you can delegate, you can help people really work to their skill sets instead of sticking people into boxes where they don't belong. Having those conversations and helping people understand what they're really good at, what they want to do and how to make those things work together to keep keep your really strong employees happy to help people who maybe haven't quite figured out what their role is yet, find that niche and really feel good about contributing to the greater goals. Mm-hmm. Can you share a short story to give our listeners an example of how you've carried that out? Yes. <laughs> Let me think about that for just a second. Sure. Um, we last year had one of the biggest projects that we've ever undertaken as a team. And it was, it was in 2021, um, the beginning, the end of 2021, right into the, the beginning of Q1 and Q2 of 2022. So peak pandemic, everybody was fried already. A lot of our clients were extremely stressed out. And it was, it was the beginning of that great resignation period where people were shifting and, and leaving and, um, this was happening on on our teams as well as on our client teams. And so navigating that as a leader is, is challenging. We were trying to hire and onboard at the same time as trying to conduct this massive six-month project. And so I was at peak stress, I would say, at that time. But I really had to, as a leader, 
pull myself out of out of my own feeling sorry for myself or or look at how tired I am today. Do you see how stressed out I am, everybody? Um, and really focus on what the team needed, what my what my colleagues needed and what our clients needed. And in doing that, having to really assess personally some of my own behaviors that were maybe detracting some of the energy from me on a day-to-day basis. So I, rather than kind of giving up everything that I would say is a stress reliever to make that extra hour or two for myself during the day to work, I was, um, I, I made it a, a strong point to try to eat better during that time. I um, avoided drinking too much coffee and other things. I, uh, I really made it a point to spend a little bit of extra time with my kids and my dog and just tried to create a balance for myself so that when I came to work, I was bringing my best, best self. I would be lying if I said it worked all the time, but it absolutely kept me afloat more, I'd say, than in smaller, similarly stressful projects that I've led in the past.